Hello, hello! On Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, everyone is getting cabin fever. Then on Friends and Family Hustle, we honor Tip's late sister Precious, and Drag Race gets a VH ASMR treatment. VH 100, a podcast starts right now. Welcome, welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1. If you haven't subscribed or commented, let's get it poppin'. Let's get it. <laughs> My name is Easy Manoli. And I'm Lejeune, excited about yet another episode of VH100, the podcast, y'all. So if you want to get in on the conversation, make sure you use that hashtag VH100podcast and talk that talk. Mm, so, Lejeune, yeah. how you doing? I'm, you know, it's always a pleasure being here with you, Easy. I know, I'm very excited. You no, know, just been keeping it moving. Just got back in town last night, flying out again tom- tomorrow morning. Yeah, so we out here catching flights and not feelings. Um, ATL, shout it. Okay, Y'all I'm look. going next week to Atlanta. Oh, I'll see. Maybe we'll cross paths because I'll be there again this week on Sunday. Oh, no. All right, well, whatevs. <laughs> yeah. That's it? I mean, I have so many stories that I could tell because my life is just random and I'm always encountering random people. But let me ask you, since you asked, okay, I was yeah. going to keep it moving. But I since was you like, asked, let's dive a like, little deeper. For you, how, how important is, like, plain etiquette? Like, do you is there such a thing as plain etiquette? Like, can you think of Meaning something that is, like, if you protocol have to fart? when you're on the plane? No. So, like, when the plane lands oh, and it's God. time to get off the plane, yeah. how does that go for you? For me, um, I'm always a window seat, right side of the plane type mm-hmm. of person because that's the way I sleep. And when I land, I do not get up right away mm-hmm. because I'm just all, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. But then again, I don't have a connecting flight to catch, so I know some people have to connect to a flight. So that's why I'm just like, I'll just sit back until it's my turn to go. Why? What happened to you? Well, I just, I don't know. I just feel, I just take it seriously, the whole idea. Now, if you have a connecting flight, that's one thing. And if I had a connecting flight, maybe I would scurry along too. But I would say to those seats in front of me, excuse me, sorry, I'm in a rush. I have a connecting flight. Because I've always just thought that, like, you're supposed to get up by row. And if you're, like, going from the back and running to the front and just standing there I just feel like that's rude. Yeah. So did that happen to you? Yeah. And then so the man that did that, he where he stopped, he was obviously way in the back, and I was sort of like middle to front, and he like came up and was just waiting because there we nobody was moving, and then he but he was sort of a little bit stepping on my foot, but oh. he didn't feel himself doing that. So I sort of just was like at first I just looked at him to see if he would like feel me looking at him because he was like right here and I was like right here and uh, really close to each other. You can feel me, and he didn't feel me and so I just asked him I was like excuse me sir are you in a rush or what's up what what, what gives yeah yeah. and then he was just like are you giving me a hard time after your son was on the plane screaming the whole time and I was like sir I don't necessarily and he said take care of your child (gasps) and I was like sir I said sir (laughs) I said let me tell you something about this child right here he can read he has stamps on his passport he can complete word problems and he's so angelic and I said He's very well taken care of. But then Baby Boy backed me up and said, I wasn't yelling. He's exaggerating. (laughs) The lady in front of me turned around and was like, exaggerating? And then I was like, yes, he's very well taken care of. He has a great vocabulary. Then I sort of whispered in the guy's ear, and I was like, would you like to see some pictures of his math homework? And he said, go to hell. 
Are you serious? Yes. See, I was going to say, oh, maybe his colon was acting up and he had to take a doo-doo because I know the bathrooms are closed when the plane right. lands, but I didn't know he brought your whole kid into it. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. It was cute because I would have maybe felt a way if Taj had been screaming, but he wasn't. So I was like, obviously this older man felt a little certain kind of way that this young black girl was telling him about etiquette. Got <laughs> so it. So he clapped back. I'm always very proud of you because... You always keep yourself very calm, cool, and collected in some situations, like even in the past that I know, Mm -hmm. and kudos to you. Thank you. It's mostly when, like, my son is involved, you know, I'm really Well, yeah, because you're trying to, you know, be an idol. Be a role model. Be a role model. That's what I'm saying. Out in these planes. I'm sorry that you experienced that, man. It's all right. Uh, But no, I was on a flight uh, because we do have Dear Mama that aired on VH1. Did you have any flight drama like me? I did not. I On the flight there, I actually had nobody sitting next to me or behind me or in front of me. My flights were very, very cute, but Dear Mama was fantastic. Yes, tell me about it. It Who did you see? I I saw Sierra, Ashanti, obviously T.I. and Tiny and Monica, but I always Mm -hmm. see them as well. Mm -hmm. And Monica brought her daughter Layla. But seeing Sierra and Ashanti in person for the first time ever was very exciting for me. Right. And of course, like once uh, Ciara walked by, I internally in my head was doing like the level Level up dance. Level up. When you said Ciara, I was in my head like level up. I was like, son of a bitch. But you know, we have to make sure we get this red carpet going. So I was just like, oh, hello, right this way. But in my mind, I was like, level up. Wait, whose mama (laughs) did you meet? I met... Uh, T.I. and Tiny's moms. Oh, cute. I love them. They were... I've never... I mean, I've seen them on camera, but I've never met them in person, and they're just adoring and lovely as o- always. And Anthony Anderson's mom is always fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I always sweet. enjoy when before. she comes. Well, we'll talk about Tiny's mom a little later, because yes. she chimed in. Uh, she, oh, she sure did. She sure did. But yeah, no, my week was doing pretty cute, and I'm a little sore because I did go out dancing this weekend, but that's besides Ooh. the point. I would think that as much as you dance and how you get down, that you wouldn't even really get sore like that. I don't, it's but... it been a long time? Wh- no, it has... Well, it's like a once-a-week thing, but when the tequila hits and those music videos are playing at my favorite bar, it's just a mess. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's levels. Mm. It's levels. Speaking of messy... Are you paying attention to what's happening out in the pop culture? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for the quiz this week, honey. Are you ready for the quiz? Hunty. <laughs> so before we get into our favorite VH1 shows, we have to do the pop culture pop quiz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So again, I'm going to quiz Lejeune on any alleged celebrity gossip. You don't have to worry too much because I think most of what you'll be noting is me getting it right. Oh, she's so confident this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be that strong, independent woman. All you right. You know, you know. So let's get down into it. The pop culture pop quiz. On Game of Thrones, we had a couple deaths on this week's episode, but heads may roll over this venti-sized mistake. Ha-ha! And how did I know that this was going to be in the pop culture quiz? Because it's a huge pop culture moment. And now, while I must admit that I am not a true Game of Thrones fan because I haven't watched any of the new season, the streets are talking about that cup of Starbucks. Oh, ding, 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 ding! I actually thought, when I first saw it, I thought it was, what's that called, photoshopped? And I literally went myself to go check just in case. Because, you know, people nowadays get yeah. very creative. Yeah, like McCarty heard that little shot of her and Offset. They They're- were getting real creative there. <laughs> exactly. But, no, they said it's at the 17.38 second mark. And I rewatch it. All right, good job. I'm proud of you. This rapper literally came through with the paper, reportedly spending $12,500 on notebooks to help out a school district where the majority of students come from low-income communities. Oh, snap. 
That's messed up. I, was, I feel like I should know this one and I don't. I love this one. Um, he, the paper. He he has been catching a lot of heat lately. Oh, is it Kodak? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It is Kodak. Is it Kodak? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Everyone's childhood memory was shook when the voice actor of this bouncy striped character was accused of rape, animal abuse, and drug addiction. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a voiceover actor. Yeah. And everyone is stunned. Say it again, again, again. Sure, sure, sure. Everyone's childhood memory was shook when the voice actor of this bouncy striped character was accused of rape, animal abuse, and drug addiction. That's a lot. So the character is bouncy and striped. Yes, but he plays the voiceover. Right. I don't know. He hates honey. He tried honey and was like, blanks don't like honey. And you literally quoted this cartoon character the other day. What? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I always, uh, I always quote Tigger, but I just don't know the name of the guy because you know. It's all right, I got you. Okay. No, it's fine. Jim Cummings. Yeah. Oh, I should know that because like I always quote that famous Tigger line, TTFN, Tata for now. That's how I say goodbye, like a day. Well, my heart dropped when I saw that. I was like, oh no, Lejeune. I wonder if she's upset, but clearly you keep it out. That's right. fine. <laughs> as long as Tigger's all right. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Ha! Next question. New kids on the block announced a mixtape tour with special guests Tiffany, Salt and Pepper. Debbie Gibson and Naughty by Nature but apparently we won't be seeing this person on the tour who allegedly received a termination letter back in January oh and they are speaking about it now because it's been a couple you know months and this person's like uh hello are we gonna update the marketing what so their name is still on the bill but they got the termination name and picture name and picture had everybody spinning they're like what Spinderella boom Yeah, if you go on her Instagram, she's like, I'm just trying to keep it clear. I got a letter of termination in January. You see, those are my records spinning, you hear? I saw that. And I like the little hand motion that you got going on now, too. All right, right. whatever. Moving on. As of 526 a.m. Monday, London time, we welcomed a new 7-pound and 3-ounce Taurus. I'm not going to even let you finish. That's right. <laughs> Baby boy for Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan Markle. I know what's going on this week, Easy. Yeah, you're really good at this. Yeah. All right, let's check you out. Here's an, and we got two more. Ready? Okay. This diva felt supremely violated mm-hmm. recently when getting patted down by a TSA agent in New Orleans. I know somebody did not pat down Miss Diana Ross. <laughs> you are doing really good this week. Oh, thanks. I am so proud of you. Not proud that Diana feels that way. But I'm very proud of you for getting these right. Thank you. But I feel like I did better last week. I didn't get any wrong. So Yeah, I guess you're right. All right. But I think I did like make you ask the questions over and over. It's fine. Right. All right. Whatever. Final question. This fine poppy is popping champagne after making Billboard Music Award history, winning the most awards of all time. Oh, I already know this because he the, he the best. It's Drake. Oh, you're right. right. He won 12 awards at this year's show, now totaling 27. And Taylor Swift previously held that award at 23. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. But it's so funny that you mentioned that because Taylor got a little flack at the awards this year. 
I oh. heard. I, I sadly didn't watch it because I was traveling. I didn't watch it either because it travels too, but I did see the um the gifts and the comparison, the side for by side. Beyonce, of the drum right? Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough because there's a lot of deeper, deeper people because they're like, oh, okay, well, what? Are we bringing in Nick Cannon's movie Drumline too? Because right. And I was like, <laughs> I see where people are getting the comparison. So, yeah, she did get a, a lot of heat for that. Yeah, it was a lot. I just think it, it was timing. Like, maybe if it not this show, like True. if you would have done it last next year, yeah, maybe. I don't think that anybody would yeah I don't think that anybody would have been like oh that's crazy but the comments were just crazy like black twitter went hang on <laughs> and I just think that it's so funny like some people were like oh so Beyonce didn't invent drum lines and people were like oh but she did but, so, but, yeah. but she, <laughs> she actually did now. really did so. she did she did sorry <laughs> <laughs> alright so Shall we get into it? Let's do it. All right, so before we get into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, remind everybody how they can get it. Pop in with us, Lejeune. You already know. If you want to get in on the conversation, use that hashtag VH100podcast. <laughs> All go. right, so LHHATL. Rashida and Kirk are playing Marriage Counselor. Scrappy can't handle all the truths that are coming out. He was like GIF meme central. And there's a beef brewing bef- between Tokyo and Akbar V. Yeah. So. That's a lot of things. Lejeune, hit us with the free cap. Let's go. Cabin tree got messy. messy. Carly got the news. news. Said Jock was making moves like she and Kendra want the truth. True. Said BK mess with Pooh. Pooh. Who trust what Pooh say? Uh. Sierra fessed up, drop a bomb on BK. Mo came to the dough. Carly said go. go. She ain't giving back that Louis Vuitton now. No, no. Akbar V got into it with Moniz. I grew here, you flew here, the queen of these streets. Streets. Tokyo wasn't feeling what she had to say at the showcase next week. We gonna see what it's gonna be. Baby! Uh, so, I had no idea what you were going to say, so any word that you said, I just repeated. I like that. You like my hype man. <laughs> I tried in it. real time. I love it. I love it. So, as you said, Tokyo wasn't feeling what Akbar had to say. Nah, she was like, what I do to her? What I do to her? But Akbar V is like, you got to come through me. Yeah, so it's, it is interesting because Akbar does admit, she's like, I don't know who Tokyo is, but <laughs> she has the issue because she's like, when she came to Atlanta, she was acting like, quote unquote, that bitch and didn't check with the queen. Oh, that sounds like, mm, it's so tricky because it kind of sounds like jealousy, you know? Hey. Like, how can you act like you that chick? Like, to me, it just seems like people treated her that way and that is your perception of how she came through yeah because she seems kind of humble and sweet to me I know, right? And the whole I grew here, you flew here, that was the greatest. I'm glad you included that in the freak out. She thought but she thought she thought about this for a long time. She's <laughs> mad. She's mad at all these implants. Anybody that's coming to the A and doing it and not checking in with the queen. But I don't know, that's it's a lot. You could also like reach out and be like, Hey, this is my city, let's connect, what's good? Like yeah, you know, don't and try feel to nourish like, her and humble yourself. Right. We all I, gotta stay humble. Yeah. But then when Moniz does let Tokyo know, of course, she's like, What the fuck did I do to her? And basically saying, who has plaques? A person without a plaque can't make a fool of me. What you eat don't make me shit. Right, she said that. Where the plaque at? Where the, where the we'll, plaque at? I guess we'll just see what happens from there then. Well, we saw that coming up. It looks like it's going to be heated. So I know. It should be cute. It always goes down at those showcases. She said, put a name on it. <laughs> I would be a little if I were to attend a showcase I'd be like oh shit what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. cause something always happens at a showcase yeah but it is what it is but alright shifting it up to the cabin Rashida and Kirk invite all the couples 
It was so cute. It was very, very cute. And, you know, Rashida and Kirk did have their own revelations or what's that called reveal yeah they're revealing truths i guess mm-hmm, question mark that's mm-hmm. fine but basically they're just like listen when you have your first kid that they actually got distant themselves mm-hmm. and don't slack on each other but the biggest thing that everybody was shocked by especially scrappy was when rashida reveals dishonesty and infidelities from both sides of the marriage but she does clarify and say that hers was very early on in the relationship between her and kirk yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, it was a shock in the room, but it it helped open up the conversation for Sierra to come out with her truth. Sierra admits that she did cheat on BK with the guy who slid into the DMs, and the way she apologized about it was kind of aloof, I think. I don't know if you agree, Lejean, but she says, I apologize since we're keeping it real today. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, it was very nonchalant when she said that. And I think the reason behind that is because she was sort of, like, get, trying to get vengeance or trying to, like, show you you're not the only one out here in these streets. You know, you're not the only one that can get hurt. Like, the timing was just was just crazy on that. She wasn't emotional at all. Like, if I were to tell somebody that I cheated on them, that would be hard for me. Yeah. And I don't know, some females feel like, oh, he did it, I'm going to do it too, or let me go ahead and do it because I know he's going to do it one day. And to me, that's not my thing. Like, I'm not, like, cheating isn't my thing. Mm. I just feel like as an adult, if you want to have sex with somebody else, be single. Like, I don't, I just don't, I just don't get it. And that's not my thing. I've never cheated on anyone. Oh, neither have I. However, I know people that have been cheated on. Right. And me. When here. <laughs> <laughs> present. I wasn't trying to put you on blast. No, Some chicks get be cheated on. Some chicks be me. <laughs> but I know from some people that I know, they're the reason why they do it is because they want that person to hurt as much as they are. See, that's the problem with this generation right now and that instant gratification. Because oh. once I walk out that door, you might not feel it immediately, but you want to feel it. Oh, hundred. They always come back. You're gonna feel it, and um, always. That's my advice to young ladies out there who may be listening. They always come back. I did bump into my ex this past weekend. It made oh. (laughs) Speaking of which, (laughs) it was okay. That's cute. He he looked very happy and very like hi, and I was all, I'm very sweaty from all this dancing, so I gotta go. Right. That's Mm. cute. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) The fact that he was looking all happy and you was like, Dude. <laughs> well, no, he looked like he wanted to like make out, and I was just like, uh, my esophagus is not ready for that. And now that's good, that's great. So he felt it at that in that moment. I think, but then again, I was really doped up on tequila, so yeah. <laughs> everybody like <laughs> to me, everybody like, wanted to bone me at that moment. Me, he wanted me. <laughs> they all do. <laughs> 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 All right. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Back to the show. Um, but one fun thing is that when they were all in the family room together, I believe yeah, Kirk was asking Carly, he's like, yo, so what's this Indian move that Jock spoke of on the radio show? And I think it's called Indian Giver. Hey, yo, Kirk, what up with the bro code? <laughs> like, come on, I- you knew you were going to make that hot. Because Rashida just told you in the room what happened on the bus. You know True. that he was already in the doghouse, and you just made it hot. 
But I, I feel like Kurt really wanted to know. He's like, I'm going to put this out there because maybe you might learn something. Yeah, well, because I know Carly's trying to be, like, uh, a sex educator. Yeah, it's true. But it was, it was like just a, tricky. Timing, it, again. Yeah, it's again, all about timing. It's not what you do. It's, like, how and when you it. Do all goes it. down. Right. Yeah, because Kendra and Jock were right there. But I will have you know that I did text Carly to ask her what this Indian giver move <sighs> was. And I go, excuse me, miss, what is this Indian giver move you got? And she just put laughing my ass off, crying, hysterically laughing emoji. And I was like, okay, but I keep hearing about this. I was like, so I need to bust this shit out somehow. And she's like, right. I'm over here dying laughing. And then with the laughing emoji, that's it. So she won't, like, ever reveal what it is. I need to know. I don't know what it is, but what I'm thinking is... I don't know why it's called Indian Giver, right? For some reason, I think it definitely sitting Indian sitting style, in Indian style on the D, on the D. Um, <laughs> maybe like reverse cowgirl Indian style, and then bending over we to suck talking, on the balls. Yeah, that's what we were talking about before. But then we were that's think, but problematic. I, I was trying that. And I don't think I could get down, like, unless you have a, a rib removed. No, I wasn't trying to get real life. Whoa. <laughs> back, to, back to that busted bed she got. As we were discussing <laughs> this, the last episode that this came out, and we were thoroughly intrigued. Yeah. I was sort of sitting in Indian style and was trying to see, like, could I get down? Unless you're my- just sitting Indian style and you spin. But that's <sighs> kind of hard. To, I tried that one time. We'll talk about that later. I need to know. I just want to know. But maybe Carly has a rib removed and she can do something that the average Yeah, she does have a snatch waist. She got a good waist. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. We're not saying nothing. We're not saying nothing. We're just saying. Hopefully, if I see her soon, I can press her in person and be like, physically show me. Yeah. Because I I am intrigued by that. Carly, can you hit us up on the show or pull up on us and let us know what What, that Indian giver do? But one person that may know, question mark, is Jock. Oh. So we could go that route. Oh, no, we know he know. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I was trying to keep it aloof. He brought it up on the radio show, but oh. Back to Kirk. Yeah. If he wanted to just talk about it on some year being a sex therapist thing, why did he have to bring Jock into it? He could have just been like, Carly, I know, so you're doing your sex therapy thing. I've heard you talk about oh, your Indian yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to be like on the radio with Jock. Yeah, like, he, he did lay it out. Well, you know, people like... T- <laughs> he was recapping in case, you know, their friends forgot. Right. Well, what would you have done if you were Kendra? I was very proud of her. Because she literally was just stood up and said, Jasiel, may I see you in the other room? Right. And so, again, props to Kendra for always keeping it classy because she did bring him in the other room to talk it out. And this is where the one thing that I got a little confused on Mm -hmm. because he says to her, my meat never met nobody on that trip when they were discussing the timeline. He is, like, with the smooth maneuvers because she never said it meant. Yes. So she never but, said it meant. Uh, yeah, because Carly said like he had it out, and I said no. So him saying my meat never met nobody on that trip is a typical man move. Is it okay? Because okay. I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then I thought about, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's like, when you're saying my meat never met somebody, that means, you know, it didn't go inside. But it, who's to say that it wasn't out? Right. Question mark. Exactly, and that's my point, and that's why I don't know how truthful he's being because. He didn't answer the question. He just avoided the question. He's yeah. like a politician. But then he did swear that Carly's lying, and oh, he put it on, on his mom, and his kids, dad. and her father who mm. passed away. 
And apparently he has Kendra's name tattooed on his dick. Right. Oh, wait. Did he did he put it on them that she didn't see it at all or that it didn't get met? He was saying, uh, it sounds like he's had this tattoo. So he's like, Carly, you would have known if you saw my dick on that trip last, wh- however long ago, yeah. that Kendra's name is literally on my dick. Which, by the way, I feel like that's going to hurt. But for the next episode... We do see Carly is, like, looking like she's going through it. She's, like, throwing a sneaker at Kendra, and there's just, like, a lot of, I don't know, emotion. I haven't seen her act this erotic, erotic since uh, Kate Michelle was shaking the table. <laughs> erotic and erotic. <laughs> right. right. That is appropriate. And then, as she's a sex coach and all. Yeah. And then Mama D is chatting it up with Erica Dixon about making peace with Scrappy and Bambi. Love that. Um, and then Carly does meet up with Pooh, and they hash it out. But Pooh's like, "Bitch, you shit on my motherfucking sheets." We don't know if that's actually true. We don't know right. what the bleep says. Why? Why do you think it said? Why do you think it says shit? I don't know. Because what else would you do on sheets? Come. I have a friend that accidentally shit on someone's sheets, and that's. I feel like maybe that's the reason why. Damn. It's not me. It's a friend. Dang. But it was an accident. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna share a story, but I don't know if you're ready for it. <laughs> I didn't shit on anybody's sheets. I will not reveal that truth. I'm not gonna say anything about my sheets. <laughs> oh. All right. <clears throat> Switching gears, we also had a new episode of T.I. and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle. We honored Tip's late sister, Precious. Yes. Toya is getting suspicious about Regine's relationship. And LaToya is clear to go to Pound Town, y'all. I love that. I love that. Good for her for feeling like she had to wait the full term for yeah. the doctor's permission. Well, that was something I wanted to ask you because, you know, she does bring up that Tommy didn't really touch her in the last month of pregnancy. And he just felt like it was weird that if doctors can put their fingers up there and feel a baby's head, you know, he doesn't want his pee-pee hitting the baby's head. Yeah, some men are like that. They're concerned about that. But I always hear that, like, that it's fine? Yeah, it's fine. I think it would freak me out, too, because it's Because, you know, know, hopefully your penis is larger than a finger. Right. And if you could touch a baby's head, just like, I don't know. Yeah, I know. So I felt him on but that. they say it's encouraged, you know, like towards the end to help me get the baby out. And even Toya was like, yeah, I was, the doctor gave me specific instructions to go home and... Oh, okay. Make it do what it do. But LaToya was trying to get it right and tight, literally. <laughs> right. Getting ready for this little session because they did like a, a steaming thing, mm-hmm. her and Toya. Monica was not there, but I loved her reaction on the phone. She was just like, y'all always doing some crazy stuff. Like, whatever's right. supposed to happen is supposed to yeah, happen. She said, God made it so that it do what it's supposed to do. <laughs> Some, then, I don't know, but I was with Monica because, you know, Kegels are super effective and free. Like do them. I'm doing them right now. Every anytime ah. you think about, them, anytime <laughs> someone says it, it's something that you just do. You know, and just do it. Everybody. I think I'm if you doing got a, one. I'm doing one with you right now too. Okay. Can men do Kegels? I don't. I don't know because I. I can't. I don't feel anything happening to my bunghole. I mean, I'm flexing in mine right now. Really? You can't flex yours. When I flex mine, the um, other one moves more, so I, it doesn't really feel like anything is really happening there. Oh. I totally feel a lot of things happening over here. Yeah, I like to, um, all right. (laughs) 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 And on top of that, LaToya also is trying to, like, lose weight. 
And she's just like, you know, just trying to get everything tight together. Right. And Tommy's saying, he's like, I like her thickness. And I'm going to side with him. I do love a thick guy because I feel like that's more horsepower coming my way. Oh. And I'm really into that. Okay, Mr. S- Spilt. <laughs> Spelt. Spelt, sorry. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. Ever from forever, I've More always like for the pushing. I, yeah, I've always liked the little me because I'm just you know I feel like I'm a little <laughs> twiggy myself, and yeah. I'm just like. Well, when I had Taj, um, I'm pretty sure that Taj's dad liked what I had going on. After I had Taj, he didn't care about me having more stomach. He loved. All the booty I had. Oh, but let well, me tell we you, always love a booty. Yeah, it's true. Let me just tell you though about the maintenance man. One time, oh said something to me. He was like, "What happened?" Because you know, before you lost that baby weight, you had it going on. And How, I was long like, okay. How long ago was that? How long ago was that? Let's say maybe it was like a year and a half after I had Taj, because it took me a good year to get rid of that weight, and then. I for some reason, I got pretty slim. I wasn't even really, like, trying to do that, but I got, like, slimmer than I was before I got pregnant. And you're also, like, not trying to impress this man. <laughs> you're right. Like, also, All right I'm, just, I'm just here to do my job. I do remember, like, seven years ago, too, at another building, one of the ladies was like, oh, you gained a lot of weight. And I was all, miss, yes, I am. But, you know, yeah. that's because I'm happy and I'm in a relationship at the time. One time, there was a man that lived on my corner. I was, like, getting up early in the morning to try to get this baby weight off. And this man, this uh, West Indian man was on the corner. It was, like, the crack of dawn. So it was kind of crazy. And he was like, I see you, sis. You did it again. Oh. I know you can, you know what to do. <laughs> I've never been pregnant before, but my weight has fluctuated up and down through the years, and I guess he he can attest to the fact that I know how to snap it back in. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess for Tommy and Latoya, they did wait uh, clearly a long time, and according to the episode, they lasted for six minutes and thirty seconds. Mm. Which I mean, it's better than a minute. Yeah, but hey, I do love how you have like the sweatband and the, and the wristbands. He's like, come on now. They're too cute. I just love I adore them. them. Listen, I'm, I'm with her. Quantity over. Quantity. Quantity, you know, as long as it was the best six and six and a half minutes of your life. Uh, yeah, that's true. And they it, love girl. each other. Yeah, but they're sweet. I really enjoyed that senseless dinner where they had the blindfold on mm-hmm. that they did with uh, Toya and Red. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, Latoya obviously tricked Tommy into drinking breast milk. Have you ever drank breast milk before or tried your own breast milk? Yeah, I did. It's sweet. Okay, I tried my cousin's breast milk once. What'd you think about it? At an Easter event. I thought it was fine, but then. Somebody who was not a family member made a comment saying, do you know that if your cousin has any STDs, you can get them right now? And I was like, she's fully married with on her third child. Right. I was like, and if I'm going to trust anybody, you know, if I'm making out with Joe Schmo over here, I'm not concerned about my cousin's breast milk. Drinking my cousin's breast milk. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. I never really thought about that. But yeah, it was tasty. And I used to all the time um, squirt Taj's dad with it. (laughs) He'd just be watching TV. And just squirt. Be like, what is... Wait, you do it on purpose? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would do it in an argument. (laughs) That is great. I'm like, what'd you say? Yeah. I remember like going to a party my friend's like, are you still breastfeeding? I'm like, yeah, girl. I can squirt him over there right now. From right here, girl. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> but one thing that I did want to get a little clarity on. So when they're all like sitting down together, Toya, Red, Latoya, and Tommy, mm-hmm. and they were talking about Toya recovering, 
Red says like she did a little thing that no one seems to know what it's about. Right. So I'm like, was it anal? No. See, because I, uh, I know she said she got specific ins- instructions. But is that the specific she instruction? She said she got a specific instructions from... About when she was, like, pregnant. Oh, yeah. No, the specific instructions were to go home and have sex so you can make that baby come oh, out. Oh, 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 But... I was yeah, wondering what so that was. I don't know, but something about the way that he said it that made me feel like it was something even more unique than that. Yeah, something... Because he said that, that little thing. Because what she has on the back she of that trunk spit out is her not water. a little thing. Yeah. It's a big thing. That's what I'm saying. So right. Now, if it was me and he said that, that little thing you did, she, then like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. talking about her peach. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but that. <laughs> her cherry. That's me. <laughs> she got that. But then on the flip side in Toya's world, her daughter, you know, Toya has some questions about Regine's yeah. relationship with Lucci. As she should. And I think it might be like a generational difference because I, present day, I have guys that are like, oh, you stuck with me. Oh, you're going to be mine. And so, you know, so I don't get that alarmed by it. But I do understand Toya's point because she's like, that sounds crazy to me. And if you're tweeting out like, oh, I want another baby or whatever, I I get it. Especially being on that kind of platform. Yeah, he's doing a lot. And if I was a mother, I would definitely be concerned. And I definitely would raise those red flags with my daughter. But I know that like young girls are just like, oh, that meant he loves mean uh, everything's cute oh my god and she even said that she likes that yeah I mean I kind of like it to a certain degree too oh that's cute you just have to be careful because sometimes it's it's innocent and then you know some somebody could literally be crazy and then also it sort of like sets can can not always it oh, can set, set a, a precedent yeah and set a tone to make somebody feel like they can have some sort of control and power oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to me I, I, it comes off as a, a little confidence because I do like confidence in a, in a guy but I see what you're saying because he's like that's right I told you bitch I'm like yeah no. and it's also about how you say it too so I, you know I wasn't there in the room when Lucci said it oh wait it was a tweet mm. yeah so, I mean, we'll see what happens. But do we think mm-hmm. she's, uh, uh, do we think Toya's quote-unquote controlling or a concerned mom? I think that she's... You're saying concerned mom. She's a concerned mom, and you have to say these things. Like, if you are a mom and you're not giving your daughter advice based on your experience and based on things that you've seen in the world, I, you might not be fully doing your job. She yeah. has to. This is her job. I think concerned mom as well. So, I agree with you. And she's saying it nicely, because I feel like, you know... My mom may not have necessarily been so nice when she said it. Like, mm-hmm. she was having a nice little chat. Like, she was having a chat with her girlfriend. So, I, I really respect it. And I think that, you know, I hope that later on down the line, Regine will think about the things that her mother told her and appreciate the fact that she had someone to give her that guidance. When she becomes a concerned mom herself. Herself, right. Ooh, look at that full circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who's also concerned is Tiny about Tip because... With the unfortunate passing of his sister, Precious, yeah. he's really keeping the strength. He's just like, I'm just concerned about the kids, which is hard yeah, it's to really, explain really hard. that to kids. Yeah, it's really hard. And then because, you know, you don't want them to start worrying about, like, what if this one day happens to you? But I really love what he said. And, you know, I'm not sure if he's suppressing as much as just dealing with it in his own way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the quote that he said at the very beginning of the episode, and he was like, I'm going to try to focus on you know not focus on my pain and focus on her peace oh, I think that, yeah, that was, says a lot that was about beautiful. that's like yeah. a Hallmark card I know I know I know I think it says a lot about where his mental space is right now okay I got you but then Tiny does get to meet up 
with oh well, spread the word to escape that she is going solo. Yeah, that was really cute, and I was glad that she had that support. You yeah, know? she definitely did, and the whole photo shoot and all that fun stuff. I was so surprised um, when Tiny's mom was like, no, what's going on here? Because I just don't understand why there's not enough time in the day to do both. And Tiny made a good point. She's like, when's the last time we did a show? Exactly. So if they're not booming constantly and it's not working for all these four different grown women with their own lives and families to logistically come together to be doing these shows consistently. Can she have her side hustle and do her thing? And I like yeah. how she's separating Tiny. I like when she said, I feel like Tiny is As- for escape. Escape, yeah. No, she's right. I do appreciate that. Me too. <laughs> but then for the next episode, mm-hmm. we're doing some boot camps on VH1 because it seems to be like there's a mother-daughter boot camp happening, chatting about issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then King is looking like he's a little overwhelmed with his music career. We see some tears. Yes. Happening. I want to see that conversation. <laughs> well, I you want to know what he's next crying week. about. I, I wonder, too, because it seemed he was very upset about something. Right. And Tiny was like, so that don't do with that. Right. And it's and it's so ironic because he just was so going so hard about how much he wanted this. So I don't know. I just feel bad because I feel like it, it sort of sets him back for those tears to come because like oh you say you want this but your first real big show yeah. has you like a nervous wreck. So I don't know. I feel for him. He's young too. Okay. It'd be cool. Well, we'll see what happens next. But week. I just would have did everything I could have to ne- not cry in front of my mom and my dad. Oh after yeah, because I, I like told you so. Right? They're like, yeah. Mm. Like, no, no, no. Right. <laughs> so of course, the and I are doing a lot of talking, but we do want to hear from you at home. You already know. Well, hello, hashtag VH100 the podcast. So last week on Drag Race, we said goodbye to Sugar Kane, but during Untucked, Vanji, Silky, Evie, Oddly, and Akaria get into a fight not a fight but like a little tussle here when Evie makes a comment on the runway that seems to throw the rest of her teammates under the bus Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they had a challenge together and Evie was just like listen I felt like the way she was saying it had everyone thinking like okay you made it seem like you did all the work Right. so we are gonna slow things down and we are going to give a VH ASMR style to this untucked scene when the group was chatting with each other. So, Lejun, we have three people this time around. Mm. One is Evie, we have Vanji and Silky. So, one of us has to be Vanji and Silky, and one of us is Evie. Oh my goodness, I'll be Evie. You'll be Evie? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, this is VH ASMR. Shit was polished. 
that one. Okay. Oh, man, that always chills me out, but right. I'm just going to punt this over to you. How did you feel about that? Well, you know, here's what I I always say. Failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Oh, she's so scholar-esque. Yeah, I'm so proud of whatever. I can't with you. No, because, I, so I get what Evie is saying, because she's just like, listen, I like to do X, Y, and Z. She wanted more of a structure. She wanted more of, like, homecoming, let's prepare for Three yes, months in advance, eight, eight months, months in advance, in advance like Beyonce style. Show. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But on the flip side, you know, this was called, they deemed themselves quote unquote team personality and mm-hmm. they wanted to, what's that called? Freestyle? Yeah. And Not just, freestyle. I think it's called improv. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yes. So they wanted to improv a lot. So I, I guess it was just trying to find the happy of both Medium. worlds. Yeah, there's a way to um, to improv and do certain things, but to have, have it a structure to structure. it. Yeah. But also you're like in the pressure of the competition. So who knows like really how much time they had to get it together. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then sometimes even when you do have a script, under that pressure, things go left, and so you sort of have to wing it anyway. But I always say better safe than sorry and try to be as prepared as possible for anything that you take or are taking serious. Mm-hmm. Well, they better be prepared for this next episode because our current Season 11 queens have to make over the eliminated Season 11 queens, transforming them into a member of their own drag family. Lena Waithe. And comedian Wanda Sykes guest judge. Nice. That's cute. It's going to be really, really cute. Mm -hmm. So, there's that. Lejeune, what is today's show dedicated to? All right. You know, the runner-up. Ooh, wow. All right. There's a whole runner-up. Yeah. Yeah. We're going first, second, third place. Okay. Okay. So, in third place, the third Third. place dedication. (laughs) Yeah. I just added this on in my head. The third place dedication, I want to say, goes to... That bag, that Louis Vuitton bag. <gasps> what was in it? That the Carly, Carly never got gave from Mo. Back. Yeah, I think that he said that there is a bag in okay. there. Okay. I think it was a nice Louis bag, but I just love how Carly kicked him. She was like, you think that a gift can fix this? Bye. But she sure didn't, she didn't give, give it back. back the gift. Right? So, <gasps> oh, my God. And then she kind of, which way you want him to go? Your, that, your man's here. Which way you want him to go? Oh, that was number two. Oh, it was? I'm that sorry. That was my number two. I'm not I'm glad that we both <laughs> no. on the same page. My number two is inspired by that moment. Okay. And it's actually most face when she said that. That was like classic. Oh, I know. You have to peep that face. Like, that's a memeable face right there. So we have to get our social team on that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right, and then what's number one? And number one, drum roll, please, ladies and gentlemen. This episode is dedicated to Jock's Rockin' Bed. <laughs> oh, that bed, that bed looked bomb. Yeah, it looked bomb. At first, I was like, oh, why do they have this little bed? And then I was like, oh, wait. That's... First of all, I knew you were going to choose that bed because I know you're looking for a bed of your own. I know, and I, it's a struggle, but like, I... I is it? I, we're like three weeks into this now. Right, and that's where, where the truth comes in. I technically... <laughs> <laughs> not looking. I'm just here with just you. Complaining about, about it every right. week. <laughs> I know. Talking about how I need it. Look at her trying to I get that sponsorship. Looking. I see you. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, let v- me just wait this out a little bit. VH100 is brought to you by Blank. Right. <laughs> you fill in the blank with them coins. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so that, that's a wrap on episode five of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word. Of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for at Love and Hip Hop, at VH1, and at Black Inc. 
crew. And while we are adding away, I am at Easy Manoli, E-Z-M-A-N-O-L-I. I'm at I am Lejeune. That's I am L-A June. Like the mump, baby. <laughs> Make sure you're listening to us. Keep it 100. Happy Mother's Day, Mommy. Oh, wait, 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 wait. One second. And also, Happy Mother's Day. Oh, that's easy. You're welcome. And Happy Mother's Day to the best uterus I've ever had. Uh, me too. Happy Mother's Day, Mother. I love you so much. And to all the mothers out there, shout out to you. And of course, a special happy Mother's Day to Mama Dina, our producer yes. Ronnie's mom too. Happy Mother's Day, Mama Dina. I hope you don't hurt your eardrums too much. Right. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.